Week 11, Damn. y'all. Guess what? We won. We won. Hey. Got a dub. Hey, a win look. is a win is a win is a win is a win. <laughs> I ain't going to do the, the famous Jameis eat the dub, but thank God we won. Exactly. It was a grind out there in Lincoln. Like I told y'all, it might be. But man, I don't even care. We got it done. That is that is all that needs to be said. The the losing skid is over. The drought is over. We ain't and we bowl eligible. <laughs> we ain't in the promised land, but we going bowling. That's all that matters. And we got two more weeks to just have some fun. You know what I mean? Like have some fun with these last two weeks. Um, that's what it's about. The the guys got that monkey off their back, bro. And man, I mm. I, I know that locker room is feeling good. The the pictures after the game. That was what it was all it was about. It, it, it was good. Yeah. yeah, it was good to see them boys. They got to sing that song again. Yeah. Uh, I think if you're a true it, Maryland, high. my bad. I think if you're if you're a true Maryland fan, you're happy for those guys because ultimately you want to see guys go and continue to play football. And um, a lot of people on social media are like, "Why are they celebrating like it's the Super Bowl? Why are they yada yada?" But like a win is a win, you know. Like you don't get a lot of those. It's it's you put a lot of work in to get wins, and everybody that lines up to play against each other. They're trying to get a win, and we came out victorious. So that's something to celebrate. Whether it's Nebraska or Michigan or Ohio State, you got to celebrate the wins because sometimes they come few and far between. So uh, congratulations to those boys. They going bowling. Hopefully, it's a good bowl. Yeah, hey, <laughs> but no, that's we'll see. That's crucial. But the, the, the thing about it is, is, like you said, bro, they went a month without winning a football game. Mm, starting, that's a long after, time, bro. That's a long time after starting five and zero, like. The vibes were so high, and then you go through a month of just, I mean, that's like borderline depression, bro. Like, just everything going against you. It feels like mm-hmm. you can't get a break. So, they, they got the break they needed, man. And, uh, like, real quick, we can we can run through the game a little bit. Um, Nebraska went through three different quarterbacks in this game. And normally, when you say, okay, the other team, you know, they, they had their starter. He got hurt, got benched, whatever. The backup comes in. He gets benched for the third string guy. Normally, you'd be like, all right, yeah, we we up like 30, right? Like, <laughs> they're down back. No, these boys had a had a chance to win it at the end and folded. Mm. Even uh, the third string quarterback was Brock Purdy's little brother. Crazy. I ain't even peeped that he was he was uh, on their roster, but he came in there and, and he hey, he gave he was- Heave a pick at the end that the boys were about to do it to us, so... It was just good to see, man. Like the game was, the game was ridiculous. They had me pulling my hair out. Like I'm like, what is happening? Like everything, everything that you wouldn't expect to happen to a team that has so many veteran players, has guys who are legit playmakers. Um, it just wasn't going well, like throughout the game. But you know, we had a bunch of takeaways. That's that's one thing that you know you expect. Man, you get four or five takeaways, you expect to be whooping a team. Yeah, but. At the end of the day, those those turnovers saved us, and you know we got we got it done. The kicker made the game when he kicked. We talked about it earlier in the year, man. You ain't worried about that kicker until they got to make the one that counts. He made the one <laughs> he made the one that counted, and we and we going bowling like you said. So he's good in my book, at least for now. Yeah, for he's now, certified. <laughs> like you said, yeah, the turf definitely had a. It wasn't a monkey. It was a gorilla on their back, like holding up to them. Like you ain't Bro. going nowhere. Like you have Hemby who runs on the five-yard line and fumbles. I'm like, bro, what in the world? Like, there's certain things that happened in the game like you couldn't even believe. It was almost like <laughs> the Terps started the season like a new New Year's resolution. I'm going to the gym. I'm drinking my water. I'm getting my sleep. I'm doing everything. And then as the season progressed, 
that New Year's resolution kind of hits the fan. The discipline goes out the window. The extra work goes out the window. So it was good to see that the Terps got the win this week because they really needed this one in order to be bowl eligible. So what happens the rest of the season? TBD. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to take it a week at a time. That's, that's fine. We're going to we take it one week at a time. We got next week. Yeah. Them, <laughs> hey, them boys in blue. Now, man, look. One thing NFL about Michigan. Uh, nah. Yeah, Fox, Fox Big Noon <laughs> kickoff, bro. So they didn't, even, they didn't even waste any time. Like the game ended, I think uh, Michigan Michigan's game ended about the same time because they were both uh, noon starts. Bro, as soon as those games were over, they posted it on our page. Fox Big Noon kickoff is coming to Maryland. Michigan's coming to town. Da, 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 da. Hey, man, like y'all got to bring all the attention to us. Now, there's two sides to that coin, right? Like, and it's not it's not the Ohio State coin that we had where, you know, there was a, an opportunity to change change the fate of the program. This isn't going to change the fate of the program, but you can shock you're some to folks. Somebody's season, yeah. Hey, you're, trying to ruin some, you can, you're trying to ruin somebody's season. <laughs> you can, hey, you can mess up somebody's season now. Like, remember last year? Mm-hmm. Last year, I put the house that what uh, that, that what you call. It? I was like, man, is Maryland going to cover this spread? I was just being realistic, and Maryland came out there and they had a close game down to the wire. It wasn't if it wasn't for a couple of uh, bad plays, they would have probably won that game. So, and it's the same guys on that team, and they developed and they're better. You know, they just they may not have the same confidence that they did. But honestly, when you have the least to lose, because it's not like there's a lot of pressure on Maryland. So this might be a situation where they come out and play like some dogs. Cause it's not like they're trying to beat Michigan to become, you know, mm-hmm. bowl eligible or rank highly. They're like, nah, we just coming to ruin your day and, and take some food off your plate type deal. So this might be a game where they shock us. We'll see. Without a bro, this is literally a throwaway. Like mm-hmm. there's you, bro, you have absolutely nothing to lose. Like if y'all get whooped, so what? That's, that's what everyone's going to say. They expect it to happen. That's what happened. The last month prior to to Saturday, so why not? Like, why not go why mess not? someone's season up? And like, I'll just dive into the football, like the actual football analytical part for just a second, bro. Michigan finished the game against Penn State last week with like thirty something consecutive run plays. They, I think, they completed eight passes on the entire, like the entire game. And JJ McCarthy's mm. a, like a pretty good quarterback. Like, yeah, exactly. Dude is good. Yeah. So. If you got a team that I mean, one that's against Penn State. Now, Penn State is also the same defense that we couldn't get a positive rushing yard against. So I don't think that we can, you know, put ourselves in that stratosphere in terms of we can isolate and make Michigan one dimensional like that. But I mean, who knows? Like, who knows what happens if if JJ can't get it going? If if they can't spread the ball around, do we have a better chance to just hey load up, blitz everybody, like do whatever you got to do, right? Like 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 you said, bro. Absolutely nothing to lose. Um, I think Michigan is minus 21 right now. I'm not going to say I'm putting money on it, but if I were a betting man and I had some pride <laughs> about me, I would put, I would put the turfs to cover 21. That's a lot of points, bro. Like I think gotta, so too. bro. It's, especially like when you said there's nothing to lose. There's, there's no reason to not pull out all the trick plays, all the zero blitzes. Yeah. Hit a guy, hit, hit Hey, I'm not a dirty player. I'm not telling you to hit I, I, I was, out of bounds. But I was hey, saying this. if he if he want to be a little, if he want to creep a little bit by the sideline and think it's sweet, smack him one time. Like, bro, I'm, what's? I'm twisting ears. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm bro, giving bro, a trip. 
Hey, bottom of the pile. Hey, Blake. Hey, I'm coming. Hey, you better go down next time, Blake. You better go down. And, and Blake from Maryland, too. So I know them boys salty. Hey. We couldn't keep Blake at the crib. And he over there cooking us every year. So get him back. You know yep. what, what Magic said? Uh-uh, Charles. Get him back. <laughs> Deuce, bro. Do something. You know what I'm saying? Like, Do something. Hey, whatever, whatever you got, bro, leave it on the line, right? Because, I mean, you don't have anything to lose these next two weeks. But like you nope. said, bro. You got you got all the announcers coming to town. You know, Urban Meyer gonna be there. All the rest of the the big noon kickoff crew is gonna be there. Uh, the game is on Fox. Like, man, Damn, campus gonna be lit, bro. Campus is gonna be lit. Like, I wish I could come back. I wish Fox would invite me. Like, hey, give me give me that call so I can come in and pick Maryland to win, and y'all can laugh at me. I'll pick them anyway. I don't care. Oh, isn't that the one where they put the helmet on too? Where they put the no? Nah, that's 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 okay. college game day, which. Oh, okay, 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 okay. They kind of disrespectful, bro, because I think Maryland is one of like only like eight or nine schools that college game day has never gone to. Never? Never. Like, like I don't I don't think they've gone to Maryland in the history of game day. Um But they said they said Big Noon Kickoff is is setting up at like at the little beach area outside Epic. So that should be a nice little view. Might have to run up behind the camera and put up a sign and say, Hey, that's watch, tough. Watch Testudos and Touchdowns. We'll <laughs> hey, check us out, that's bro. Tough. Nah, we, we gotta uh we might have to pay somebody to do that. Hey, 100%. You're right. Get us get us our views up. <laughs> but um, yeah, man, we're we gonna see what these boys do this weekend. Um, but as we were talking about earlier, bro, the, with the bowl games, we are we are we do have six wins, right? So we're bowl eligible. So what do you do? You start looking at the bowl projections. As of today, ESPN has us either going to Nashville for the the Music City Bowl, and who do they have us playing there? Uh, hold on, Ole Miss, that. right? Yeah, Ole Miss, which would be a pretty good game. They just they just fought against Bama. They they ain't really have it though, but they got an offense. And I think I think Lane and Lane Kiffin and Loxley might have crossed over a little bit, or maybe they were back to back as OCs in the Bama days. Mm-hmm. So. There's probably some familiarity there, or which I've been kind of asking for, and I'd be really happy about. They Tampa. Got, they also, <laughs> yes, sir. They also got uh, was that picked for the the ReliQuest Bowl, formerly known as the Outback Bowl. I don't know why they changed the name. What is ReliQuest? Is that a company? Probably some like finance company or something like that. That's, like that's who's taking over all the bowl games these days. Yeah. Um, or some data analytic company. Somebody we don't know, but <laughs> we liked it better as the Outback Bowl. That was like that was like our thing. because uh, I think Outback was founded in Tampa. Either way, they got picked to go sense. to that bowl as well against LSU. Uh I don't know if I want to play LSU, but I do want them boys coming to the crib because that'd be sweet. So which one of those yeah. two are you taking? I like the Tampa jump for real, for real. Mm, I, for the for the safety of the Terps, <laughs> I'm going with the Nashville Bowl. I'm going with the Reliant Quest jump. Oh, not the the one in uh the Music City jump. And Music I feel like, City. and I feel like the Terps fans would travel better going to Nashville than going to um probably going going probably. to Tampa type deal. So I feel like that'd be a cooler cooler scenery. Although Tampa would be nice with the weather and everything like that. I, I kind of like Nashville better. I like Ole Miss. I like because I like that matchup with Ole Miss versus yeah. Maryland rather than LSU versus uh versus Maryland. That'd just be a crazy uh lineup to see, <laughs> to say the least. That's that's <laughs> right. LSU got some dogs. But one thing that now that I'm thinking about it, if if they did come down here and if they did play LSU or if they play LSU in a different bowl game, mm-hmm. the caveat to that is is obviously the last couple of years you know, everyone's been getting on the, the train made famous by Christian McCaffrey, but guys opting out of the bowl game. 
Um, mm. LSU got a receiver. Uh, I think his name Na- Malik Neighbors or something like that. Probably going first round. He probably opting out. Jaden sure. Daniels potentially an MVP candidate. I guarantee he's opting out. It's too much money at stake to be messing around with the you know the bowl game that doesn't mean anything. Um, so hey, you know that maybe if we get LSU and they come to Tampa, we we get a team that's a little um, not at full strength. That's that's a yeah. big part of it, bro. Like where do you where do you stand on the opting out? Like if you're a if you're a top tier guy or just just Man. period. You don't owe them boys nothing. You see how NIL now people are really starting to maximize their, you know, profit potential as athletes and as celebrities almost in a way. So mm-hmm. just like a bowl game, they need to be paying these athletes. If you want to have the top athlete coming to your bowl game and playing in your bowl game, you need to pay them an appearance fees. And if you're not, them little, bowl, them little bowl gifts, that fat head, that per diem, that ain't, that ain't cutting it. It's not enough. <laughs> I need some more. So I don't blame these athletes because all it takes is one play. And your draft stock will hit the floor. And all that yeah. capital potential that you had for the future that you could have maximized goes out the window because you wanted to play in a game or, like, be loyal to your team. There's no such thing mm-hmm. as loyalty in business, man. Like, just like these coaches go from team to team, whether it's the NFL, whether it's the NBA, whether it's college football, players should have the same license to do so and not have that, oh, integrity, loyalty, nah. Get your money. You got a family to feed just like these these coaches. So that's kind of my my opinion on it. I'm in the same boat. Like, bro, all you got to think about is Jalen Smith and the Fiesta Bowl against Ohio State. Bro, man, was I, like I a, still think about that to this day, bro, man. Bro, he was, he was like a certified top 10, probably like top five pick. Like, he was he was the future of linebackers because mm-hmm. he, was, he was that dude in high school, number one, went to Notre Dame, that dude for three years. And, like, the injury changes. Like, not even just football and, and the amount of money he was able to make, but, like, dude has, like, permanent nerve damage in his knee. And yeah. that can happen at any time. Like, Literally, just think about the fact that someone else in that bowl game potentially is playing their last football game ever. They mm-hmm. have nothing to lose. Nothing to lose. A, a guy like that has everything. So, like you said, bro, I mean, I mean, hopefully dudes ain't, you know, they're not opting out of, like, the playoffs and stuff like that. Because, obviously, then you start watering down college football mm-hmm. as a whole. And that that's hard. And there's also, there's also that competitive spirit that's tugging on dudes. But if you want guys mm-hmm. to play in the bowl games, like you said, I mean... Pay him. Hey, cough, cough up some money. Hey, you want you want a first round? They got round the pick money him? to make. Yeah, you exactly. Want call, you want a first round pick in the bowl game? Play him again or pay him a game check like they're about to get from um, literally from, uh, from the NFL. Give, give him a hundred thousand. Give him a hundred fifty thousand. I, I bet Jaden Daniels run out there and you know what I'm saying. Bro, hey, 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 where, where, where do I sign? Where do I, do I get do I get fifty percent up front? You know what I'm saying? Like name, name the bowl game after him. This is Jay Daniels Bowl. Literally put him on hey, put him on what you, you call it. Do. Put him on payroll. Put him on, put him on the poster, put him in the commercial. Do whatever you they gotta already do. do. And, and hey, then, then you'll sell more tickets. You'll make mm-hmm. more you'll make more money off in the on the back end, right? Like that's that's a huge part of bowl games is you know, celebrating like teams that teams that have been successful and then highlighting big time players and making money. It's all it's all about making money yeah. at the end of the day. Um, so we look we we look at the uh, the standings of certain conferences right now, and certain guys that were projected to you know be that guy, their teams are not those guys. Mm-hmm. So if you're someone like Caleb Williams right now, where you're sitting at five and three in the Pac-12, y'all are the fourth, fifth, fifth team in the Pac-12. You ain't playing in no national no championship. Shot. Do you sit out? Are Bro, you done? Do you shut it down for the season? He's. What do you do? He. So I mean, it, it's Drake hard. May too. Yeah, it's hard to say, like, I'm not going to play at all because then, I mean, 
like I said, it just brings in so many layers. But if if someone did, I can't fault them. Like I can't be, bro. I can't be mad at Caleb or Drake if they said, "Hey, the team around me, unfortunately, has crumbled." I, I mean, mm-hmm. I did my best. It's not like I didn't try. Um, yeah. And they, they, one hundred percent, people would label them as, "Oh, they're selfish. They're about them." You dang right, they're about them when it comes to money that literally is generations of their family being set for forever. I mean, if you're, mm-hmm. bro, if you're a first round pick, let alone a top five, top three type pick guaranteed guy, like which Caleb and Drake both are basically, that money changes everyone's life. Like literally everyone. So yeah. you don't really get to decide if what they did is or isn't right because you're not in that position. You exactly. just aren't. So whatever they decide, bro, I, I, I ride with dudes being able to make that choice because, I mean, it's fairness. It's not like, I mean, What's it called? Uh, Caleb went out there and played yesterday when he he knew his team didn't have a chance at anything. They had already lost, what, three games out of the last, like, four or something? And mm-hmm. he goes out there and do, does what he can. And team crumbled. Like, bro, Oregon had that uh, one safety. I ain't going to call out his number, but he had him doing loop-de-loops on one pass play. Like, <laughs> what, what are we supposed to do with that? Like, man, they out here yeah. getting cooked. So, like, bro, any anyone who's, who's making the business decision that's for their money, that's what you got to do. Like, it's just – it's just smart to be about your business. That's that's what it is, right? Like, you can't – what would anyone else do? If someone's sitting here with a job offer and you say, hey, uh, I give you a week, uh, you know, if you don't respond in that week, you don't get the money. This this is their week. They're sitting here looking. They're mm-hmm. like, okay, well, hey, I can either, you know, potentially risk this opportunity that I have or lock myself in and I'm good to go for life. Exactly. What you want to do? Yeah, what you gonna do? <laughs> With Caleb out though money. now, who wins? Who wins the Heisman? You got Penix locked. That's a lot. Bro, so it, it's not a lot. This, these are my four. What? It's not a lot, and I'll tell you why. Okay. These are my these are my four, and this is in order first to fourth. So first, it is Penix. He's 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 leading the race right now. He's mm-hmm. got it if it ends today. In my mind, two is Marvin Harrison Jr. Buddy is going stupid. He had like three touchdowns yeah. up there in the first like. 10 minutes yesterday. Mm. Third is Jaden Daniels. Bro is snapping. Now, he he has a hard spot because they've lost three games already, but dude had like 600 yards of offense yesterday and 400-something before that against Bama. Like, he had an 85-yard rushing touchdown, 400-something yards passing. I think, <laughs> I, think he, I think he was the first ever to 350-plus yards passing and 150-plus yards rushing. Something insane like that. That's like, crazy. Dudes just aren't doing that. And he's honestly getting better every week. He's three. Bo yeah. Nix is four. Here's how I see it playing out, right? Like, it's all – they basically can all knock each other off depending on what happens. If if Penix has all good or better games and wins the Pac-12 championship, I think it's his. Like, if he doesn't do anything to lose it, I don't see how you can give it to someone else because of how good he's been all year and his team will be consistently. Undefeated. Wins yeah. wins are a huge part of of who gets the highs. It just that's how ten it game goes. win streak. Washington got a ten game win streak right now. Yeah, I mean they're they're undefeated, bro. Like you can't yeah. you can't knock someone for winning. Every everybody who comes in front of them, they beat them. Going into last year, they they've been dogging folks. So I think that's all he has to do is not mess up. Um, and if he has like. Uh, another huge game, or they go to the Pac-12 and he throws for 400 yards, five touchdowns, it's locked. Mm-hmm. Marvin Harrison, if he goes to the, the game against uh, Michigan, or not against Michigan, against Ohio State, wait, no, they're playing Michigan, I'm tripping. If they go out and he has like three, four receiving touchdowns against Michigan, 
and then they go to the Big Ten Championship, and he just goes crazy. You're like, it's it's hard to say he's yeah. not potentially as deserving, bro. Like the season he's had, he doesn't have the best quarterback, and they they'd be undefeated at that point too. Like mm, now now it really starts talking. Like is is his season up there in that Devonte Smith like type season? And you know, did did Penix potentially have a game where he threw three picks? Did they lose to Oregon in the Pac-12 championship? If he does that, and any of those things happen where Penix slips, he might pass him. If both of those guys mess up, say say Marvin just you know doesn't do a whole lot against you know in any of the remaining games, and then Jaden Daniels just has another five touchdown game, has another four hundred total yards game, you got to be like, all right, do I like has he not earned it? Like Buddy will probably be top three in in the NCAA in passing and rushing or something like that. He's got to be leading quarterbacks in rushing. I mean, dude is going absolutely Easy. crazy. So like, you can't again, you can't really give a bad argument for him. And then I think Bo Nix is just sitting there waiting for like everyone to mess up. Like mm-hmm. if if the top two guys mess up and you know they they lose a game or they don't play very well, and then Jaden Daniels' team loses again. Like that that's the thing for Jaden Daniels. He, he already has three losses. So if LSU loses again, do you say, all right, we can't give it to a dude, no matter how well he played, his team lost four or five games. Mm-hmm. That's a little tough. And then, you know, did Bo Nix bring Oregon back? They come, they beat Washington in the Pac-12 championship, and now they're that now they're potentially a playoff team. Now, okay, you know, he steals it. And I feel like mm-hmm. for him to get it. Everyone else would have to really mess up in some kind of way, but there's there's yeah, a path to, there's a path to any four of them. Um, what you thinking though? I'm thinking honestly. I think that Michael Penix is gonna come out and they're gonna beat Oregon again. I a lot of people have Oregon to win the Pac-12 championship, and I know it's really hard to beat a team twice, but mm-hmm. I just feel like. And P gonna come out slinging that jump even more than he has throughout this season, and he's gonna finish out a great season and then really make that that plunge into the uh, the college football playoff realistically. But I do see Marvin Harrison at least one out of these two games that they play, whether it be the uh, Big Ten championship or that game against Michigan, he's gonna snap mm-hmm. on one of them jumps. Guaranteed. Um, so I think it's I can see a situation where it both both of those things happen where uh, <laughs> Marvin Harrison snaps and Michael Penning snaps, and then we're like, damn. Who do we give it to? But then you know that quarterback clause always yeah, always takes just, the cake on that one type deal. So it's just a bias. It's just a given. It's just part exactly. of it. Exactly. So, yeah. So ultimately, that, I got I got Penix winning it. Like I said, bro, I, I really want him to win because I think it'll be mm-hmm. so cool. Like knowing his story in college from multiple yeah. bad knee injuries, coming out of Indiana, like, and then going to, going to Washington, coming back for another year, and then just leading you know leading them to basically the promised land. Uh, mm-hmm. It'd be a special story, and he's from the crib. I don't mention that before, so I'm rooting, I'm rooting for my dog, man. I, I really want him to get it. That would be that would be beyond fire. Um, so transitioning from yeah. the Heisman, then we we've talked about it the last few weeks. This playoff picture, I feel like, is kind of remaining the same every week. Yeah, like I feel like Florida State's staying steady. They you know they they look good. They really don't have any holes, and there there's no competitor for them in the ACC. Um, the, the Michigan, Ohio state thing, like now that, you know, now that, uh, Penn state lost both, both of their big games, it's, it's Michigan, Mm -hmm. Ohio state, like we'll see. And then, you know, Georgia is Georgia. I think they're going to run into Bama. They're going to run into Bama in the, in the SEC championship. But I just, I just don't know if Bama has enough to, to overcome them, bro. Like, 
which is it crazy just feels to like say. you, you got or you got to play like a perfect game yeah. to beat Georgia the way the way they're assembled right now, and like Brock Brock Bowers is coming back like he came back he came back yesterday but you know he was like a game time decision. Imagine you know what was that like three weeks from now when he gets healthy in an SEC championship game they're running end yeah. arounds with their tight end again like it gets dark. I'm excited I'm excited to watch that Georgia Bama game because like. Bama is such a was such a perennial powerhouse that like mm-hmm. they lose one game and you write them off as like yeah they don't got it no more. But if you really look at it, like Bama has only lost one game in their mm-hmm. conference. They're seven and zero. They're on an eight game winning streak since they lost that game. So it's like I don't know, man. What happens if Bama come out and then they surprise everybody and they beat Georgia? It's like oh yeah, Bama's yeah. like beating their chest like. Bama, Bama gotta go. Yeah, Bama, Bama gotta go, bro. And then that flip everything. Oh, <laughs> that should bro, that'd be crazy. It'll make everything so hard. And I think like that's the that's the biggest fear with I mean, this is the last year of the four the four team playoff, but like that's the biggest fear, bro, is like everyone dang near has one loss. Like you got mm-hmm. if Bama wins, you got one loss Bama, one loss Georgia. You gotta put Bama over Georgia because they would have just beaten them. Then you would have, you know. Somebody between Michigan and Ohio State's gonna have one loss, like guaranteed. And mm-hmm. those, those two teams are in there right now, too. What if Oregon beats Washington? Then you got one loss O State, one loss Michigan, one loss, uh, well, potentially you could have what? Well, one of those two would be undefeated, Michigan or O State, most likely. You would have, mm-hmm. but you could have a one loss Georgia, one loss Bama, one loss Oregon, one loss Washington. Like, dang, what do you do, bro? Like that yeah, that gets so one. tough. Like and then those losses are all in the championship or at the end of the season, yes. not like the early season jump. So it's like, yeah. So who overrides who? <laughs> like, whew, I, man, that 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 playoff room could get dicey. Now, I mean, there, there's an easy route to it, right? Like, if if Washington beats Oregon, that conversation's dead. If Georgia beats Bama, that conversation's dead. And then it would really just become, okay, you know, who wins between Michigan and Ohio State? Because um, I feel like, bro, I feel like Florida State's got their spot like set in stone like yeah. they would have to just collapse to not get in the playoff cuz there's there's nobody that, there's nobody in their way that's even worth talking about mm-hmm. um then you know what well, the, the three other spots are the, somebody from the Big 10's getting one somebody from uh the SEC is at least getting one and then can the Pac-12 hold on to their spot uh mm-hmm. or does it potentially leave room for you know if Bama beats Georgia does Georgia get into if Michigan beats Ohio State does Ohio State get into? It's gonna come down to the wire, bro. Somebody, yeah. somebody gonna get left out, and they're gonna be sick. Very, very sick. <laughs> very. You know who else is very, very sick? The University of Texas Agriculture and Medicine, because <laughs> they fired Jimbo Fisher, and bro. they still owe that brother seventy-five million dollars. You really gotta be. You gotta really, really, really not like somebody for them to win a game. And then still fire him. And then still owe him 75 million bands. Oh, my gosh. That's, that's a lot of money. Bro, that's, <laughs> that's a that's, lot of money. That's probably more than, like, I want to, I wanna like, go look after this or have, you know, like, a fact checker go look it up for me. I would bet money that that's more than the entire head coaching history of Maryland has been paid total. Like, re- mm. realistically, there's, there's yeah. a chance that that much money – has not been put into our entire lifeline of head coaches. Like it's ridiculous. That's crazy. Um so like, you know, ugh. and you know, you know what the worst part about it is, bro? You know what the what? worst part about it is? He does not have a clause where they're not on the hook for the money if he gets another job. Like that's always a thing. 
if if you get a job somewhere else, that offsets your your buyout and, yeah. and you you're not paid that from that point on. Like it doesn't matter if it's a year, two years, whatever that time in time remaining on the contract was, it would be equivalent to that amount. Dang, he's, so he's gonna be doubling up. That's crazy. Bro, he somehow negotiated that no matter what happens, he keeps all the money. And that was after he had got fired from Florida State. What kind of leverage did he have on them to get that deal? That that deal is unprecedented. Like, yeah, in the history of like, bro, I don't even I don't even know if Nick Saban has that deal. Like, that doesn't That's make insane. any sense. And Texas A&M sat, bro, bro they, boy, they got some good money down there. Like, I, I don't know what they're doing, but I I want in on it because it's bigger in Texas. You got, everything, bro, bro. If you have donors saying, hey. We'll give you this seventy-six million to get rid of him, and they're gonna have to cough up somewhere in that same neighborhood to get someone else. Yeah, you're Goodness right. I didn't gracious. think about that. Gracious, bro, you you gotta know because the next coach ain't gonna come in and get paid twenty million for three years, four years, mm-hmm. while the guy they just fired is getting paid seventy-six. Mm-mm, no sir, mm-hmm. they gonna they me. gonna have to they gonna have to come correct, and they know that, bro. That's yeah. insane. That's a lot of bro. Like I don't know, I don't know what else is gonna happen in in the coaching carousel world. Obviously that that gets going. Like we don't we don't know if that's gonna come. You know, to to the Terps. Like do the Terps have mm-hmm. to make some decisions? Hey, got to figure out the staff. You know, all I know is hey, I'll, I'll put my name in the hat for any job with the Terps. Like, <laughs> hey, help me, help me, help me get on the staff. Like. I'll do anything. Hey, look, you need me to clean floors? Hey, you, you paying though? <laughs> What's the Bad, numbers? What am I pat? But what am I pat? Just show, just show me the numbers. Where my, where my, uh, my moving package? But nah, bro. <laughs> so, hey, to flip the script a little bit. So obviously you've been traveling, and you mm-hmm. ain't. I don't, I don't think you peeped today. Uh, nah, today got rough. So we. I'm talking. I'm talking about uh, me and good old Packers Twitter. Now, obviously, did, I, did the I, Packers play today? Yeah, and they fumbled it bad. back. Jeez. It was bad that they lost because they had they had every chance to win, but they, they fumbled it back. But, bro, Packers Twitter is outlandish. Like, I, I know you peeped <laughs> some of the old ones, and you peeped how they uh-huh. be coming. But, like, bro, okay, put it like this. Tell me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. These folks sit here, and they've been spoiled for the last 40 years with two outstanding quarterbacks, two of the best to play the game ever. Mm-hmm. And they've had success basically every single year for 40-plus years. My little brother comes in, and all of a sudden, they suddenly are, like, awful, basically. Like they're just mm-hmm. not very good. And this this fan base has no idea what's going on. They, they can't just acknowledge that the team isn't very good. Offense ain't playing well. Defense ain't playing well. Coaches ain't really making the necessary adjustments to, to get better. Same things keep happening over and over again. Undisciplined team. Oh, t- to be honest, they have a lot of the issues that the Terps have, and we talked about them mm-hmm. all season long. Bro, they want to get in their feelings and just spout nonsense all day, and I'm like, and I can't go. Like, I can't go for you spouting lies on Twitter just because you have a Twitter account and you want to be cool. Like, mm-hmm. am I wrong or am I doing too much? Because I feel like I don't be taking it personal. I feel like I just correct people <laughs> and move to the next one. I'm always down to like have a friendly it's- debate. It's a losing battle because they're gonna oh, they're sure. gonna say what they want to say regardless. They're gonna say outlandish stuff just to get a response out of folks, even if it doesn't even make sense. Like they just want to make noise. That's really what it be. One hundred percent. What's some of the stuff that they said this week specifically about the game that was played, bro? So here's the thing. Like, very 
most of the time, they don't just say, hey, we didn't play very well on this side of the ball, yada, yada, yada. They make personal attacks. In particular, obviously, you know, Christian's my brother, so that's mm-hmm. that's who I care about. They make ta- attacks on him about, hey, I, uh, he couldn't do X, Y, Z. He drops the ball all the time, whatever, whatever, whatever. He has one recorded drop on the season, but they want to complain all the time about drops. There was another rookie on the team last year who had almost double the drops he did, but they want to talk about him about drops. They, it's the same team that Devontae Adams' first three years, he couldn't catch a dang pass, couldn't stay on the field to save his life. Oh, but they yeah. want to sit here. They want to sit here and act like Christian is the worst thing since sliced bread. 